When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go! What's up, everybody? Welcome to Binge Town TV. Today, we are here for Survivor, Season 45, Episode 8, titled Following a Dead Horse to Water. And I had to rewrite that title 500 times. I kept being like, following a horse to dead water, following water. <laughs> like, I just couldn't get it fucking right. Okay. And you are not going to hear Julia's voice. She is on a work trip. But today, graced by the presence of Matt Kelly, a big time podcaster of Geekscape fame and my favorite episode fame and all 400 of his podcast fame. Uh, I'm so excited to have him. He is fresh on the Survivor watch. So you can give us your little background on Survivor, but he is the reality TV show king. Oh, I don't think that that's fair. I don't think that's fair at all, but I'll take it. (laughs) You watch every you watch every reality TV show. I don't. I watch the Netflix ones and then like Survivor and Traders. But uh, I'll accept it. Are you going to do Traders? Should we do a Traders binge town season? We're definitely doing a Traders binge town <laughs> season. Yes. Um. Jewel. Jewel is currently catching up on season one, so it can be like you know perfect. Okay. Yeah. So, Trader season two cast looks fucking incredible, and for all the Survivor people out there, we've got Parvati and Sandra on season two, um, which is going to be fire, absolute fire. Yeah. So for me, I had no clue what Survivor was. Like, I was aware of Survivor, but like when it first came out, I was like, so is someone just trying to do like Lost as a game show? Like kind of the way that like, you know, we're right around the time where I think think Netflix's like Squid Games, the game show is like coming out very, very soon. Like, I thought that it was the same vibe. Like, oh, Lost is really popular. Now there's this game show that's inspired by Lost. Sure. And that might not even work out in the timeline. Like Survivor may have come out like a year or two before Lost, but that's just like how it sat in my brain. And then my brother Brian got really into Survivor and he would talk about it all the time. Whenever we do a what are we watching on horror movie night, he would just be like, me and Jade are still watching Survivor. It's great. Like, and they watched every single season. Like during the pandemic, they just started at season one yep. and watched every single season. And it was this time last year, he was home for Thanksgiving and was like, well, I've got to watch Survivor, guys. I'm sorry. And he like took over the TV. And I remember distinctly watching it, thinking this is stupid, but everybody wanted to vote Owen out. And I'm like, why would you want to vote Owen out? He seems like he's really good at this. Yeah. Um, and And then I was like, well, now I've got to finish the season. We won't spoil newer seasons but like i feel like infamously one of the worst winners in survivor history that season like just yeah yeah awful Mm -hmm. but i was hooked so 44 i watched every episode live i actually have built a weird wednesday night survivor ritual which is that i live directly behind an applebee's and i go and get the honey pepper chicken over four (laughs) cheese mac and cheese every wednesday night right at like 7.55, sit down and just start eating it while watching Survivor because nothing like eating a very heavy meal while watching people starve in the desert. Yep. (laughs) It's a privilege. It really is. It's truly great. And this season, I don't want to spoil, 
where we're going with this particular episode. Yeah. But I will say that a lot of the wind has been pulled out of my sails after this tribal. Yeah. Kelly <laughs> was Matt's winner pick. And honestly, we had been talking episode by episode and he was such a Kelly girl. And I was becoming such a Kelly girl as well. I agree. So tough. You had me convinced Kelly was winning the whole season. And I was I really so happy too. with that. I was I, really happy with that. Yeah. Like I... I just I'm looking at the list of all of the people who are left. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. Maybe it is because I was just like such a diehard Kelly girl out the gate. But like I'm trying to figure out who I'd be happy seeing win of who's left. And it's a small it's like it's more just like two or three people will be like, yeah, I'm fine with that. You know, what I mean, like Kelly, we just yep. had such a fun personality. She was goofy. She was skilled like. I've really felt like she captured all the things that you want to look for in a survivor where she was like good at the social game. She was good at the physical challenges. She was good at like being a mediator for stuff. Mm -hmm. She was like a leader, but in a subtle way where like it wasn't like Caleb, where it was so overwhelming. Like I am the leader yeah. of this tribe. Like she just captured all those things that would have worked. And I don't think that there was any chance that if she made it to tribe, that the the tribe wouldn't have voted for her of the three people who remained. Yeah, and final tribal. Yeah, I agree. Let's talk about some of the strategy because the Kelly vote came out of nowhere for me. I know that Drew had thrown out her name, but even that specifically, I was like, wait, what? And Kelly was acting nervous around camp. I think the edit obviously left things out on purpose to show yeah. that like, oh, they're voting Kelly and you're all going to get blindsided. Austin says she's really dangerous. Everyone wants to work with her. But I I feel like I disagree in that really this this episode was set up as there could be two alliances moving forward. So it was either going to be old Reba versus old Bello. And then Emily is now in the kind of old Reba try because yeah. she has aligned herself there. And then there was the six four girls to girls boy alliance, boys, yeah. which the Reba girls just absolutely said, fuck that. And just like crushed my dreams. But like Kendra and Kelly actually feel like they were always at the bottom. Like Kelly didn't feel like she had any numbers at all. She needed the girl alliance to work to have the numbers. Old Bello yeah. is now just like full bottom. I, I would be surprised if it wasn't just like old Reba and Emily top five. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, I, I, so yeah. It was interesting because I never rewatched the episodes, right? Like I watched them live and that's it. For this particular podcast, I was like, let me rewatch the episode before we record. So it's kind of fresh and I can write down notes because I wanted to just experience it. I don't want to be sitting there sketching down notes while right. watching it live. Totally. Um, and I'm curious if you caught this when you did the rewatch, but a lot of the first three minutes of this episode really start to draw like watching those first three minutes knowing how the tribal goes was interesting right because you've got drew is the first talking head and all he's saying is we've got to get rid of bruce he's like we have to flush bruce out but then you've got jake having a conversation with bruce and jake saying like we've got to stop the dog pile we've got to stop just picking one person and dogpiling on them yeah and mm -hmm. then mama jay has the conversation with Jake because Jake voted for her in the last tribal. And she says, I will never trust Jake again. I will not work with him. But then she's one of the people who votes Kelly instead of Jake. Yeah. That that keeps it from being a tie. 
Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> so. so I Drew makes a great point in his pitch on Kelly. He's like, let's get Kelly. She's strong. And this will be a blindside on her. Whereas Bruce and Jake are going to be at the bottom no matter what. Like, yeah, Mama J, they kept good edits of Mama J and D because they they seemed like they didn't want to turn from Jake. When someone writes your name down or like someone from your alliance, you take that personally and you yeah. vote Jake. Right. So I think it was probably Austin and Drew saying to Mama J and D, like, listen, we will get them next episode (laughs) we will get them tomorrow or the next three days or whenever the next tribal is but for now we should blindside kelly and they were right too she was the strongest of the new bellow for sure or the old bellow for sure 100 percent. kendra has just been like randomly in the middle like she's just kind of being on the wrong side of the vote no matter what but like her name's not been thrown out once bruce is at the bottom jake what an episode for jake just like clownery and I, man, I feel like I walked away hating Jake by the end of this episode. Really? Just in a lot, and we'll get into it. It's a lot about how he acted during tribal. Yeah. That really got under my, it just seemed like a sore winner. Yeah. Type thing. Like it was very braggadocious as Kelly's dreams are being shattered. And like it's hot, watching it even a second time, it's hard to watch because you can tell that she is probably oh, the yeah. first person this entire season where you can see how badly she wanted this. Mm -hmm. She is like speechless. She's angry. There's that just even the sadness of her going, I don't even have my torch. Like, oh, that made me so sad. Like she's so frazzled by it because she didn't see this coming at all and thought that she had built important connections with people. Like Mm -hmm. it's, rough and jake's like over there just like smiling and going like whoa like is it sad? and i was just like yeah not the I, time definitely not the time for that huge whoa and then he goes sorry whoa and yeah like, dude <laughs> but, but okay. also also Go got me angry at bruce bruce over here fucking putting in no effort no. during the find money in the woods thing, not bidding on a single thing during the auction, losing his vote, somehow winning his first ever immunity. Like the one time I almost, there's like the conspiracy theory nut in me. That's just like, did they like know what was the one thing Bruce was good at and made sure that that was going to be the like immunity challenge because everyone was ready to vote Bruce out. And they're just like, no, it's too good a TV. He's got to stay a little bit longer. But like, Jake is literally like, dude, it's going to be me. Like, would you give me the idol? And Bruce gives an answer of like, well, we'll see how things are going at tribe. Like, let me gauge the room. Like, no one's it, talking to you, dude. No yeah, one. Let me what gauge room? the room. And then like also for saying like, oh, I'm here to protect you, Kelly. Also not trying to protect Kelly in this situation. Like he is so full of it. And it just, oh my God, I would have been so happy to see them flush that idol. idol to- for sure. <laughs> I'm like, just steal it from them and hide it. You can't take someone else's, but you can hide it so they can't present it, maybe. 100%. But, steal his bag. Yeah, for sure. There was like a few of those moments today where we were like, when when the auction came, we were like, Kendra should have just read the note and ate it whole and then went into the woods and no, that no one would have known what they were looking for. That's, that's not Kendra's game, though, unfortunately. No, like, yeah. Kendra's... I got some hot takes on Kendra. I did write down every single thing that they got to auction for. I I would love for us to break down what our picks would have been. (laughs) But wait, let's just keep going on this final tribal only because Julia, we we watch 
together every week. And Julia was like, you know, something about that felt like Jake was doing it on purpose, like his fumbling almost like she's like, he's like a theater kid. This doesn't really feel like genuine, but but in a good way, like he was faking out saying my I mean, a idol like that was the moment where I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. This guy's a lawyer. He knows how to fuck with a with a jury. Like, mm-hmm. yep. I was like, I hate everything about this, but that is a A plus play. That's that's <laughs> the kind of thing a lawyer says something and, and then they're like, objection. And they're like, sustain. And, this, and then yeah. the lawyer goes, scratch it from the record. But the jury already heard it. So it's the like, jury already heard it. Exactly. Yeah. And that's I was yeah. like, that is well played. And you can see um, I did write down just like the the facial acting throughout this entire tribal is insane kelly has such an expressive face from everybody Mm. like when when he says idol she like does a double take when her name gets read for the first time her eyes bug out they cut to like kendra who's like mouth is a gape like cannot believe what's happening and then yeah they cut to jake with his big ass smile on his face so jake was gobsmacked jake's mouth was open the entire time do you think jake didn't actually know that Kelly was a viable option. Do you think they left Jake even out of that? They were like, you know what? Let Jake think he's going. Let him play his shot in the dark. And then we'll go for Kelly. I think because he was shocked. I don't think that was I, like... Well, I think that he was going home. And I yeah. do think that he was going home. And it is a bummer in the sense of like, I think they really believe that he had an idol or that Bruce was going to give him an idol. And I think that's the only reason why they even shifted off of the plan i know that you and julia have been way more team jake than i have been this entire yeah. well she just has uh, a jake is an- jake has annoyed me from day one i'm like this this dude has no business still being on this island i think the bit oh speaking of that when kelly's like bruce doesn't even know how absurd it is that he's still here in the episode yeah. that she gets voted off is like so sad but the whole jake bit between julia and i is really like He's such a goofball and like his accent's so crazy. And then the bit of us being like, it's kind of hot is like turned into like its own thing. It like took on a uh, like a personality of itself. And I think we just like laugh like at her surprise party. I put like Jake pictures in a heart for her. (laughs) Like it's just like, I don't know if we're serious or not, but like we just keep going because it's hilarious. You know, the other thing that's a bummer, though, is some of the people earlier I was saying, like, there's people who I would love to see win. Yeah. Um, or not love to see win, but I'd be okay with seeing win. And like most of them voted Kelly out. <laughs> like, I know. I do like Drew. I do like Austin. I do like I the shocker of the century is how much I like Emily. Yeah. Because episode one, I could not stand Emily. I was ready for her to be first voted out. And now yeah. she's really like charmed me quite a bit over these last couple episodes. It was but, s- such a heel turn that it's like, she, I don't know if it was like her anxiety taking over or something, because in episode one, it was like so harsh and so crazy. And then yeah. now she's just like a normal person who we all like. And it's like, well, we I kind of want some of that spark back. I want some of that like conniving. Like if she's just going to like hang with Austin and Drew and then like they vote her out fifth or something, I'm going to be annoyed. You know what I mean? Yeah. She needs to make no, some fair. sort of move at some point. She's very aware of the game, but I here's something that kind of shocked me is that Bruce, knowing that he is safe, I feel like Bruce, the the man with the ego that thinks he's in charge of the place, isn't throwing out any names 
on who should be voted out, right? Like he's sitting like large and in charge. I can't believe that he wasn't trying to get things put on Katora because him and Katora have had such a famous totally. headbutt that like I would think, all right, this person's had it out for me since day one. I finally have immunity. I cannot be voted out. All you had to do was just put a seed of doubt in like two people. Literally tell Jake, vote for Katora and I will give you my idol so that your single vote for Katora knocks her out. Oh, my God. You're a genius. <laughs> I mean, other people would have voted for Kelly anyway. But like if they could have gotten some other people, if, if Bruce said to Reba, like, we need to get Katora out and Bruce is safe, they may have been like, all right, that sounds pretty yeah. good. Actually, you know what I mean, like, that's it's great. just because, like, let's be honest, I just don't think Katora is going to win. I agree. I, and so I wanted to talk about this one scene where it's like Mama J, Austin and Drew are trying to make Katora think she's coming up with a name for them to vote for. Right. And they say, yeah. and she says, I want Bruce. And they're they're doing such a bad job at, at making me like, you know what? We really trust you. We th like you are. You earned like our our trust. Like, why don't you throw out a name? It's like they know she's going to fucking throw out Bruce. Like it just right. happens to align. And then they go against her anyway. So like. The only reason I think Reba wouldn't have gone against Katora is because they think they may have her as a number, maybe, but not anymore. They do not have that anymore now that they voted Kelly out. I mean, yeah, they may have it because Reba's in charge and it's like anybody but me mentality on Bello now, probably between, yeah. you know, Bruce, Jake, Katora it, and, and Kendra. It feels really weird that there's this much tribe loyalty, though, in a season where like this season's been messy. Yeah. <laughs> like like totally. none of those tribes i mean maybe that's why they have so much tribe loyalty is none of them had to actually really do a tribal against their original yep. group of people except for lulu like lulu just kept going to tribal dwindling down to the point that they had to reshuffle everybody mm -hmm. after one week of reshuffle they merged them like it was it's just silly it was all a mess it was we should have done at least one or two more episodes with the reshuffle like fuck it make it a 15 or 16 episode season just to make sense of it. It was all just very confusing. I also hate the producer in me like watching it. I'm like, uh, it's so frustrating that this is so specifically produced that you can tell that like they put in the votes. He goes in there, counts the votes and then stacks them in whatever yep. will be the most stretched out dramatic way mm -hmm. possible. And it's shined so strong in this episode specifically where it's just like oh the the top three votes just happen to be the only votes <laughs> that they, were that were going always that does way. that he always shovels yeah. them for dramatic effect but it's got to be a decision he makes live being like should i do a every other a kelly a jake a kelly a jake a kelly a jake and then it's three three and then all of a sudden they're kelly or do i say Oh, it looks like it's Jake. Ah, oh, fuck, it's Jake. And then it's like, oh, no, it's Kelly. Kelly, Kelly, yeah. Kelly, Kelly. It is a decision you have to make live. And I think it all depends on, is it? Well, I'm sure he's watching every camera. Yeah. He's sitting in the back seeing what every conversation cameramen is, are capturing and knows like what he's going to do, whatever it takes to get the reaction out of the people sitting yep. by that fire totally. are going to give them. You and I, I tried really hard to be like, all right, not going to text Kathleen too much during this episode because we're going to talk about it live and then that that tribal i think neither one of us could help ourselves i know we were both just like this is awful this is so well, upsetting 
it went from celebrating Bruce so like Bruce losing his vote to being like, oh no, he won he won immunity. Fuck. Like yeah. Because we were celebrating so hard. We we're like, yes, it felt like where you said there was a conspiracy theory for Bruce to win the immunity. I was like, I feel like Jeff purposely did a number where Bruce would ha- would lose his vote. Like I was like, there's a conspiracy on the other side, which is hilarious. Yeah. Because what would have happened if there was like just like 15 prizes and everyone bid all their money and then Bruce had 80 bucks left, he bid his, and then it was like there is no, no one loses their vote, I guess. Oh, I'm confident that because rewatching, I'm like, Jeff doesn't even look at that stone. I bet that bag is just filled with stones that say 10. Totally. 100%. (laughs) Like he just took out the stone, put it down, and then did his thing. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about the auction because how fun was this auction? know this is your first survivor auction amazing amazing ecstatic and i love watching people eat so this is just like 10 out of 10 i mean i love watching people eat. i love eating while watching people in survivors so this was like two worlds colliding exactly Um, so but let's talk about just in general do you know like the lure behind the auction i don't i mean obviously they give you a very quick like 30 second clip show of highlights obviously bat soup is shown in both the clip show and brought up by Emily just being like, look, we all know that the thing we don't want right now is bat soup. Like, please don't let this be bat soup. Okay. Um, So the lore and why they took it away. The auction, the first auction I had seen was Kagayan because season 20, because that was the first season I had watched and it was awesome. We kind of just thought this was a part of every season, but it's not. And then I recently watched Micronesia and that one had a really good one. So basically in the normal auctions, there was always an advantage at the end. And the survivors caught on that there was going to be an advantage at the end. So basically, everyone would just save their money and only bid for the last thing. So then it was like less fun because people weren't like bidding on the food because they people were saving weren't paying all their $900 money. for a single milkshake. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why like these are the three changes. Um, one, the money scramble. Normally, Jeff would just give them cash on like they would show up as the auction. They'd all get the same amount of cash. This one's a money scramble, which was really fun. I I really, really liked that. Two, no advantages, meaning people weren't going to want to save their money. Just food. And then the 15 items, but only five guaranteed thing. But the best part was that the most money loses their vote. So I immediately was like, oh, fuck, like D has like $900. Austin has like 700. But then it ended up working itself out and people were just bidding all of their money on like a milkshake and stuff. But this was just so, 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 so fun. And I want to talk again about how annoying Bruce was just like nonchalantly running around, like walking around yeah. being like, it's like, know, that's fine. I'll be all yeah, right. Do you think intuition. it was also now with you giving me that information? Do you think that it was also just he was like, it doesn't matter how much money you have as long as you have something at the end to bid with for the, no, for the advantage. Because, because this is what it would be. It would be like everyone has $500. You're bidding on food and then you would need $500 in order to get the the idol. Oh, Anyone listening, if, if I'm saying this wrong, please like ping us on Discord or Twitter or something. Yeah. So people were just saving all their cash because they knew they needed all the cash at the end. Like you would risk not eating anything in order. But yeah, so... Bat soup was uh specific specifically the one I saw was in Micronesia where James fucking like was like I'll eat your bat soup. Someone got it and he was like I'll eat the bat soup. And was just like ripping the heads off these like. Yeah, yeah was... I will. We'll get into that. All right. So here's here's the breakdown of the food. The first Let's person, Kendra, she gets beer and a bowl of some pretzels. Um, Rate that as zero. Also, yeah. Also, Kendra getting all emotional and crying about how beer makes her think of her dad is I don't think is as sweet as she 
thinks it sounds. Didn't land. Did not no, land for she's me. She's telling this really emotional story, and I'm just like, this is not working for me. No. Um, second, Kelly getting the thing that I absolutely would have bid all my money on, some French fries, ketchup, and a soda. Okay, so you're rating that as as your top thing? I think that that would be my top thing. Yes. Wow, that is that is something. Okay, so those are three me, things that I like. <laughs> beer and pretzels was like the last thing I would want. Why would I want just like a c- couple pretzels and a and a beer? Like that's just gonna make me all wonky. Like I need something yeah. else. Fries and a drink is pretty good. I wouldn't have bet my whole money on that. But the next one is I, mine. Is my number I, one. I'll tell you what I think is worse than the beer and pretzels in a second. But okay, so then it's a covered oh, one. Yeah. Emily blind bets on the like meat board with a glass of wine. Um, Gorgeous reaction. I was so happy for um, her. No. And she does like a little, she twerks a little bit. She's so excited (laughs) to have the meat. This is the one that absolutely not a chocolate milkshake. When you're on a tropical Island out in the sun all day, D are you insane? Like what are you thinking? At least it's, I think she was just like betting. She wanted to get all of her money out because she knew she had the most and she didn't want to lose her vote. And she knew some more covered things were coming. And this one was like, here's a milkshake. It wasn't covered. I think she was just like, fuck it. There's only five guaranteed. No way that I'm losing my vote over this. It's calories. I think the worst one, you're right. I'd rather have beer and pretzels over the candy. I don't want to jump the gun, but the candy is the worst one of of all. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, Then we get covered. Katora gets (laughs) fish eyes. Yes. Giant fish eyes. Uh, she doesn't want them. So Austin bids a hundred bucks to eat one. And it is disgusting. <laughs> it is. And we were laughing so hard at Katora, like picks one up and starts like doing the like Krabby Patty, SpongeBob, like slow yeah. tea, like when Squidward is like slowly trying a, a Krabby Patty. And she picks <laughs> the weirdest little part to try and bite. I'm like, why that part? Why are you biting yeah. the weird little slimy edge? Like, what the frick? So and then weird. Austin and... slurping it up. Oh yeah. my God. But then Drew also votes on a covered thing, which is a bowl of candy. Yeah. I do love when he's just like, he's like, well, you're not happy with this. He's like, well, I would be willing to make a trade with you, Jeff, if you uh, got something for me. And he goes, I don't. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, so <laughs> Jeff does let them negotiate every once in a while. So I respected the ass, but I, I respected even more that Jeff was like, nah, dog, you're out. Yeah, yeah enjoy your bowl of candy. Uh, Austin, fresh off of his uh, fish egg or fish eye, then goes in for a giant ass slice of pizza. That was like a Lorenzo's slice of pizza. Yeah. It looked pretty good. It looked pretty good. I won't lie. Yeah, that one's um, good. Mama J getting a toothbrush, toothpaste, and a mouthwash. Love it. Very confusing. Jake then gets a chocolate cake and then immediately has Mama J eat the chocolate cake, ruining the freshly brushed teeth. <laughs> he was just doing that to like, he, he just wanted to smooth things over with Mama J. But there was a, in Micronesia, there was also a big cake where they got to share. And it's like iconic because Suri from Traders is like in that season. And and this one kid, Eric, like goes and is like, I'll lick your fingers. Like, I'll lick your fingers. after, And he <laughs> like licks Suri's fingers in the thing. It's so fucking funny. Micronesia is a great season if you want to watch it. I'll like, have to check that out. I think awesome. at some point I'm going to watch all of them. But yeah. it's going to be a while. And then Kelly gets a sandwich, some potatoes and a margarita. And I'm glad that we end on this one because sandwich. Let's talk about. Austin? The big thing here, Kelly's gone. Austin's yeah, I... revenge for a sandwich. Finally the story done. is finished. 
But Kelly did get a sandwich instead of Austin. So I'm going to say that that's a win for Kelly. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> and now Austin has two freaking idols. Yeah. Oh, Austin's going to the final three. I think that yeah. there's zero chance that he doesn't make it to the final three at this point. I hope Austin loses in fire. I think Julia had mentioned that before, but now people are out. I think Julia's top three what or top four was like Emily, Caleb, Austin, and Drew. And then she wanted Austin to lose in fire. And then so it's two Lulus. And, but obviously Caleb's gone now, so that can't happen. But it could still be those three and someone else. But yeah, it would be interesting. I think that strategy wise i if i was on on the jury and of course we know more than the jury knows because we're watching this tv show made specifically for us but i would vote drew over austin i think um drew is the oh, actual strategic mastermind whereas austin it's not even like austin has like won any immunities or done anything so like is it's just interesting like they just like had a strong boy bond and we're like we're bros and we're going to stick together and they've just gotten lucky that no one's like thrown their name out once yeah, I miss Brando, man. I like. <laughs> you like? I thought Brando was just like kind of like I'm sure he is a sweet kid, but they didn't give him an edit that made me feel like I knew him at all. No, but he would have protected Kelly if he. <laughs> That's true. That he is true. He would have protected Kelly hard. Yeah, I'm. I think that Austin, Drew, and Emily are kind of who I'm seeing making it to the final four. Still, yeah. who that fourth person is is up in the air. I think it's going to be D. This is going to sound terrible, and I don't have any better way to say this, but like someone needs to knock D off of her high horse. I think that she really feels untouchable and that she's got this game in the bag. And I I do think that she needs, even if she doesn't get voted out, a tribal where her name comes up a lot. Because she's been really just like completely out of the line of fire this almost this entire season. The gameplay for next episode needs to be either Jake or Bruce winning immunity and then playing an idol for someone. That's the only way we can like keep Bello around is like one of a, a Bello needs to win immunity and then play an idol to knock a Reba out. It's the only way because Reba has the numbers. Yeah. They yeah. have to do some like funky stuff because I've seen some really good saves in tribal council history between like heroes, villains and all these like really excellent seasons. So we need someone to start like playing these fucking idols and like doing some strategy. And cause it's, I, this is the first tribal that wasn't like by the book, like dog pile, like no. Jake was saying. I feel like the season's basically over in my brain, right? Like we're not going to have a more incredible tribal moment than that shot in the dark with, 11 votes to Caleb like totally there will never be a tribal this season that is better than that and then I do think that one of the big fan favorite people with Kelly being kind of like picked out in a very quick like it is like two minutes before they go to tribal that they have drew even throwing her name out there I know just feels like a really like unceremonious like send off to who is I think one of the big I mean you're more in the like survivor bubble than i am but the vibe that i've been getting is like she is kind of the fan favorite of this season but for a lot of people it's not just me and you i think a lot of people liked kelly in our draft which has like hundreds of people in it um from all over the country and stuff kelly was either the number one or the number two drafted for all of those people who like read the bios even just by the bios kelly was either the number one or the number two i can't remember but I get that too. Caleb was another big one, but Kelly was a lot of people's winner pick, which yeah. is just like, you know, beginning of the season, you pick your winner and then you kind of stick by them if you can. And 
Yeah, I don't really know. I have to gauge the room of who's left, who people loves, because I feel like it's like been Emily, it's been Caleb, it's been Kelly. So yeah, maybe it's I just still Emily. Worry. I don't know. I feel like they're getting the strongest players out almost too early. Welcome and to it Survivor. Makes, I know, but it makes me think of like, um, do you remember when our friend Joe was on Weakest Link? Did you ever see that when Joe no. Farron from Fright School was on Weakest Link? No. So he was on the weakest link and he literally played a perfect game, never got a single answer wrong. So, of course, he didn't get to go to final because the other two people voted against him as being the weakest link. And then you got this very lackluster final of like two idiots who didn't know any of the answers. Right. (laughs) Like, no, I did not know that. And I just feel like, is this season of Survivor specifically going to turn into that where it's like, We've already cleared out so many of the strong players so early that these next like four or five episodes are going to just feel like they drag ass yeah. with like these mediocre players. I think the like the consensus of the survivor world is that like back in the day, you used to have these like brutes and like savage people. Everyone's playing like so PC now. They're like going for the experience and everyone like loves each other. And like back in the day, people fucking hated each other. And these are all like nerds, like sweet nerds. Yeah. Back in the day, they would cast like people that would really be at odds, like picture Bruce, but like a bunch of them. I think that with all the changes, people think like these new Survivor seasons are soft. Everyone always gets the strong players out for as soon as anyone has any sort of opinion on strategy, they're like, they're too strong, get them out. They're too smart, get yeah. them out. And so that's just how it goes these days. But, um, you know, I could give, I have to like watch the next episode and then I'll be able to get behind like someone new. I've always been behind Emily. I think Emily would be a great winner pick, great redemption. Yeah. She just needs to pick it up and do something on her own. I mean, honestly, her betraying the girls alliance immediately and going to drew was kind of a move that was her saying like it was a bit of a move but she's been a loyal person from day one yeah like the caleb playing the shot in the dark only happened because she had such a genuine alliance and connection with him that she just stopped him and said hey they're all coming for you yeah like there's you don't have time to fix this it's happening like if you've got anything to play play it tonight and then like just kept walking you know what i mean like she cares I think that more than most people, she actually does care about the alliances that she has. I think that she cares about Drew. I think that she cares about Austin and she cared about Caleb. I don't think she built up a relationship with Kelly. I don't think that she has a relationship with, say, Bruce or Jake. So, like, they are easy targets to just say, all right, fine. If you want me to take out Kelly instead of Jake, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they're one in the same in her brain. Exactly. Um, So... But for a while, if the Bruce thing didn't happen, Bruce would have went home. It was almost like oh, really smart thousand percent. because the Reba Bello or boys versus girls would have worked out really well for Reba because the two people on the chopping block were Jake and Bruce. So the girls alliance could have stayed like, oh, we're a girls alliance. We're knocking off boys while still staying true to the Reba boys. You know what I mean? Like the Reba girls could have stayed true to the Reba boys by voting out Bruce and Jake while still staying true to the girls alliance. But then. Emily just like threw it under the bus immediately by B. I wonder if D and Mama J would have told the boys that there was a girls' alliance. I really wonder if Emily didn't drop that bomb, if they would have been like, listen, there's girls' alliance, or just kept that in their back pocket, voted the Bellow boys out one by one, and then ha- and then it would have came to a head because it's like all girls and the Reba boys. Yeah. No, I think that that's a good point. 
it is hard to say one way or the other on that. It is going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I just, you know, I'm sad. I'm sad and I'm hurt for the person who I who I was really backing with uh, all of yeah. my energy, heart and soul. I know it's it's a bummer. <laughs> it's a bummer because that came out of nowhere. Like if all like when Caleb went home, who I really liked, I was like, yeah, that was a long time coming. You know what I mean? But this yeah. was a true blind side even for us. So. Yeah, they've been gunning for Caleb for like yeah five episodes up until that point. So exactly. like, so right. you knew it was going to happen. I there was never even a sign once that there was even the tiniest target on Kelly. So that's totally. why, and I guess that's why Drew figured out like, oh, this is going to be a perfect blindside because like no one, no one's thinking of her. Yeah, even like a Mama J or D or any of them. I mean, they could have gone for D. <laughs> they wouldn't go for D. D's in, like a strong number for them. Yeah, fair. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm excited to see what happens next episode, especially because Jeff, motherfucker, is taking away three people's votes. It's like, why are you see, now doing you're this? one of these people. You watch those. Uh, you you watch like the post show. You don't. I'm an I'm a non preview guy. I only it's so funny. I muted my television when that came on because I wanted to see who voted for who. Right. And then I unmuted. It was like, I don't want to know. Like, I love not having any clue what's going to happen. I accept that it will be spoiled for me because I listen to your show and you always talk about tell it. at the end. Yeah. You know, my girlfriend sent me the trailer for Ghost, the new Ghostbusters movie. And I'm like, thank you for sending me this. I'm not going to watch it because yeah. like. I'm already going to see this movie. I don't need to. I don't need to know yeah. anything about it. <laughs> did you watch um, Murder at the End of the World yet? I did not. Uh, you should because you liked the OA, right? You watched the OA or didn't love the OA? Yeah, yeah, right. So it's the same people. It's Britt and Zal who did uh, Murder at the End of the World. And Brian from Bingetown famously does not watch previews ever. Yeah. Like every Yellow Jackets episode. He's like, I didn't watch. Don't talk about it. I don't want to hear about it. For this, me, Luke, and him all separately without talking to each other, we're like, we didn't watch the trailer. We're just like going with our gut and trusting Brit and Zal because we love the OA so much. So I get yeah. it. I get not watching the previews more and more because I'm like, I don't want them to spoil anything. I want to go in blind. I That's want it to rock my world. 100%. It's just you don't need to know. You don't like I just think about the amount of times that I've seen the horror movie. You know, like say you're watching Scream and a character's being chased, but you know from seeing the trailer a thousand times that there's other scenes in the trailer that you haven't seen yet, like yeah. the tension of are they going to get it right now is immediately cut in half because you're like, mm -hmm. well, they have to make it to another scene because I've seen other clips in the trailer. So I just, within reason, it's not like I go to the movies and I just like cover my eyes and my ears yeah. while the trailers are playing, but like, right, I, get it. I don't seek it out. I'm like, oh, yeah. no, no, no. Like, if it happens, it happens. <laughs> well, guess what? I'm spoiling you for two things. One. Okay. Jeff, just like in an immunity challenge or something, all we hear is them saying like three of you will not have your vote. And I'm like, stop taking people's votes. It's their only currency in this game and you're taking it the fuck away. Especially this late in the game. You can do that when there's like 20 people still on it. Like there's like I what, mean, seven people left. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of excellent because maybe if a few Reba's lose their vote, then something will go in the opposite direction. And I think, and I'm sure that, that that's what he's trying to force the hand of, but yeah. Yeah. And then two is there's a scene where, and we were all cracking up. Austin is like, I can't vote out D man. I like talking to her so much. And like, he's just like talking. We're like, 
does Austin have a gigantic crush on D? What the fuck is going on? Because and I'm like, where is this even coming from? Is someone throwing D's name out because she's like, you know, I, I mean, she is one of the like top dogs now, I'd say. But it's so funny. We were like, wait a second, where did this love story come from? And I can't wait. Kiss yeah. each other. Well, that's because you and I have talked about this too. Obviously, last season for me, half the season, I was just like, tell me more about Fran. Tell me more about yeah. Fran and Matthew. Like, yeah. I just like sucker for are they going to kiss? Yeah, I just want them to kiss. Are they going to kiss? Yeah, will they get married? Will they have babies? Like, <laughs> they might. They're still going strong. Yeah, obviously. They, I've never seen such chemistry in my entire life. I've watched every season of Love is Blind, and those two had more chemistry than any dating reality show I've ever seen. If Drew and Austin aren't going to kiss, then Austin can kiss D. That's fine by me. I think I'd rather watch Drew and Austin kiss. Well, me too, hundred percent. Oh my god! If one of them gets voted out and the other one just lays a big smooch on him as a goodbye, (laughs) that's that would be my dream. I would I would drop dead immediately. I would have if that happened. I was completely wrong about the Caleb tribal being the highlight of the tribal. Right. Well, we can cross our fingers. We really Uh, here's hoping, hoping and praying. All right. Any last thoughts on this episode that we missed? I think we covered a lot of the good stuff. I, I think we got all of it. And just, hey, I love that you guys are doing this. Yeah. this. Like, I love all the binge down stuff, but this has like absolutely on like Friday or Saturday when I check my phone and I see that the new Survivor episode is downloaded. I'll even stop whatever podcast I'm currently listening to <laughs> to listen to you and Julie's cover coverage of all of it. So like, keep it up. It makes me so happy. And I... I yeah. I love it. And I don't want to listen to other people's Survivor podcasts. I want to listen to you too. So uh, <laughs> Thanks, I hope man. that this Appreciate continues it. into season 46 and 47 and 59 and 786. Like they're just going to make these until we're all dead in the ground. So, I can't imagine it ever gets canceled. That would be insane. No, exactly. It's such an institution. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And you plug your go plug yourself because you oh, know you know fine. I can't plug you. There's so many and they're all so uh, good. Geekscape.net, that's where all the podcasts live. But uh One Hit Thunder, if you are a fan of knowing the history of One Hit Wonders, Weird Algorithm, if you're a fan of Weird Al Yankovic. Uh the old episodes of my favorite episode of still great. Go check those out. Here just a yeah. lot of Kathleen, me and my sister Julie. Uh horror movie night if you're a horror fan. Uh, Christmas 365 because we're in this Christmas holiday. Hell yeah. uh, it's an all year round Christmas podcast I do with my buddy Dylan. Um, those are the big ones. Oh, and I mentioned Joe Farron, who was a regular on my favorite episode of him and I are watching all of the OC at the white people problems feed. <laughs> um, and, you know, maybe if we keep doing that after the OC, you'll hear Kathleen on uh, on the next TV show. We tackle a little bit more, yeah. but we'll see. Where? We'll see. You're in season two for the OC, right? We're just about done season two. Yeah, we got three episodes left of season two. So apparently it's supposed to get really great after this. Mm. (laughs) So Alex and I got through three and I was like, I have to quit this show. I think we're going to watch four eventually. But I was like, not for months and months. Three was such a pain to get through. Two was so good. My friend Matt loves season four. And he's the only person we've ever met who loves season four. So he literally might be on like almost every one of those episodes because he's just like he literally said like season three is so depressing and slow and boring. And he's like, and season four is dumb. But like after everything I sat through in three, I just need it dumb. 
And yeah. like, that's why he likes season four so much. So I don't know. We'll see. Season two is great, except for I just everything that they do with Sandy and Kirsten in season two is very oh, frustrating. Oh, yeah. It's big time. so dumb. It's like, I'm not buying that you're ever going to break this couple up. They're like the best power couple ever in television history. Like, why are we doing 20 episodes of like, are they going to cheat on each other? Who knows? Maybe stay tuned. Jesus <laughs> like, Christ. You, you're you reading my mind and my thoughts. Exactly. Like Kiki and Sandy are the be- like, we're Alex had seen it before. I had never seen it. She loved it back in the day. But like even her, she's like, it's so crazy rewatching this as an adult and being like Sandy and Kiki, Sandy and Kiki, yeah. like instead of being like, oh, Ryan, Marissa, it's like all about oh. Sandy and Kiki. And the adults and- are the best part easily. Yeah. But well, thank you for giving me the opportunity to plug away. Yes, you got it. And um, so that's the episode. Go check out Matt's and um, plug your socials really quick at St. Mort. Oh, at, at St. Mort on basically everything, uh, yeah. mostly Instagram and threads. That's where I tend to hang. Nice. All right. Well, that's the episode. Thank you for joining us. That We we uh, knew you were coming on at least once or twice for this season because we needed the reality show King on here. Um, so I'm glad you got to go. But this was a really fun episode and it was it hit uh, close to home with you because Kelly was your girl. So oh, it just it devastated. happened to work out perfectly um, because we figured out that you were coming on before the episode aired. Right. Oh, yeah. Yes. You texted me like two yes. or three days ago. And then I was yeah. just like, I am very glad that this is the episode I'm talking about. Totally. Eulogize my my lost love. Right. She could have right. been Kelly Kelly. Damn it. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so that's too good. OK, so we only have like five episodes left in this season. It's a 13 episode season and, the, and we're on not, episode nine next week. So we'll be back. We'll be chitting. We'll be chatting. Come come hang out with us on Discord and we are Binge on TV. And thanks for listening. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.